our latest Take a Seat member spotlight interview. Really, really looking forward to um, hearing from Yvette. And Yvette will tell you a bit more about herself in a second. But we've just had a fabulous catch up about um, all things lockdown. Um, and, you know, it feels like lockdown 16.0, never mind whatever it really is, lockdown 3.0, I think. Anyway, um, March, springtime, we're, we're kind of um, getting into... 2021 and, and trying to work out what the rest of this year is going to look like so um, this is just a chance to, to hear more about Yvette and the, the role that she does and I'm going to ask her some of my standard questions that just let me learn a wee bit more about her and, and what makes her tick and we hear a bit more about the, the work she does so Yvette welcome and thank you so much for taking part in this for us and um, do you want to just start off by telling us a little bit about you and what you do? Yes. Um, well, my name is Yvette Hill. Um, I'm a, a teacher, um, an educator and a reluctant entrepreneur. Um, uh, I opened uh, the Kit McGrath Education Centre in Dundee um, in 2017 and we tutor um, children from primary to secondary um, and increasingly some adult learners um, in maths and English. Um uh, I guess prior to my my um, background, um, I was a teacher of additional support needs, um, and I did a lot of work with helping children overcome their barriers to learning. Um, so it was a very good fit um, when I decided to set out on this adventure with um, with Kit McGrath a few years ago. <laughs> Brilliant and. Um- can you tell us what you like best about what you do? Um, absolutely. Um, I guess the the thing that gives me the biggest buzz, the thing that I love to see is um, when our students really overcome their fears of learning um, and when they begin to thrive with uh, the, the right input. Um, uh, I guess every child is is unique and they come to their learning um, in, in various ways and our job is to really get, uh, I, I guess, understand them the best um, way we can and really meet their needs um, to, to help make their, their learning um, much more accessible um, and, and help them see their potential. Um, so I, I I love that we build um, relationships with both our, the, the students and, and the families. So for me, they're kind of like an extended family. Um, and we, we, we get to know um, as they grow, you know, their families change. Um, they really, um, you know, we, we, we build a very strong relationship and that's, that's a real bonus of, of of what we do um brilliant yeah. yeah no that's that's fab isn't it and it's you know i mean i'm sure we're, we're going to come on and talk about you know the the challenges that that you know and um, i think probably your students and the families you work with are are going through at the moment um but so i'm not going to steal your thunder on that i'm just going to sneak in one of my um slightly left field questions so um i'm, I'm asking everybody do you have a favourite time of year and why? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, well, as you can tell, I'm I'm not local um, as I'm an Australian and, and for us, 
um, the transitions between seasons is is not really much of an event, but um, here in Scotland, seasons are very, very much more distinct. Um, uh, I have to say, by far, um, the favourite transition is from winter to spring. Um, I I do adore winter. Um, the snow is still a novelty, even twenty years on um, living here. Um, Although we were told when we moved over to Dundee that it doesn't snow in Dundee. <laughs> um, but that's not true. Um, but really coming into spring, that's probably um, the highlight of every year. Um, I think it's a glorious season. There's a promise of, of warmer days and, and warmer nights. Um, you know, there's bursts of colour everywhere. Um, I love seeing the daffodils come out. Um, I think just just everything comes to life, and this year more than ever, I think um, I'm probably looking forward to it um, uh, the 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 most. It was the the one time of year that that um, last year I think it made our first lockdown um, even remotely bearable. So um, I'm hoping that. Um, yeah, spring holds something positive and, and new for us this year. Yeah. Oh, I think that's that's a really, really special answer, actually, because I'm absolutely with you. We talked before um, about the the most difficult um, month of all of this challenge, I think, was January for all sorts mm-hmm. of different reasons. But, you know, the darkness, the, you know, the... The it was a bit unrelenting, wasn't it? The the kind of the month itself, and yeah. and I I'm I'm like you. I think there's something really special about you know the, the promise of those warmer days and the fact that we could get out and about a bit more and 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 yeah and yeah and snowdrops and you know bluebells and daffodils and and it's a, we've got a pretty city, don't we? And we're close to the beaches uh-huh. and the hills and you know yeah we definitely do live in the best place, although. Australia is pretty special too. Um, so yes, yeah. I, I bet you kind of do look on on kind of some of the the summer sunshine there with a bit of fondness. But yeah, Dundee does not too bad for its hours of sunshine. I think. I think yeah. I hear um, it's it's one of the the sunniest places in in Scotland. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I haven't been disappointed. Um, we've we've moved over from Perthshire three years ago and. Um, I just love it. I absolutely love it. Um, so yeah, the city's got so much to offer, and I'm, I'm hoping that 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 continues. Um, you know, when we return to um, you know opening doors again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm super biased, but yeah, we are definitely the best city in Scotland. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so another thing that I'm talking to people about is, you know, is there something that you're missing? during lockdown and restrictions? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I guess the the, the closeness of, of friends and, and family, um, uh, we've, we've, I guess I've managed for, for 20 years um, uh, being apart from my family in Australia. Um, but the, the, the added... Um, distance that that these these past 12 months and and particularly these last um six weeks or more um have have been particularly difficult so being able to connect with people um is 
you know, we are social beings and, and I miss that, miss that greatly. Um, uh, even being able to connect with people on, on, online, um, it's lovely, but it, it, it doesn't replace that, um, the, the warmth of being close to somebody that, that, that you love and, and, and sharing in their energy. Um, uh, and I guess to some degree, um, that extends then to the the work that we do in our centre. I really, really miss the atmosphere and the buzz of having students and, and families in the centre and um, being able to to catch up and chat and and um, yeah, just just sharing sharing time and energy together. I think is is the thing that. Um, I miss and I'm so looking forward to to seeing some of that return at some point. Yeah, I've had conversations about this with other people today. I think no matter whether you're an extrovert or an introvert and and how you, you know, how you kind of top up your energy levels, there's something about the, the, the more casual social interaction. You know, you learn something about somebody over a coffee or or you kind of you fall into a conversation and an opportunity that this environment just is harder we have to work harder at kind of at doing that I suppose and naturally that nicely leads me on to the next question um, because uh, we're you know we're all having to change what yeah. we do and how we do it at such a rapid pace um, yeah. and I wonder you know if it, what's the kind of standout change that's come across your doorstep has affected your business since the pandemic hit? Um, well, I guess it's been a, 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 a blessing in many ways um, as, as much as it's been a, a huge challenge. Um, but the, the change from um, moving our business to um, offering entirely an online service um, uh has been quite significant, well, obviously. Um, but prior to um, uh, the, the pandemic, we um, had a very small uptake. We ran online learning and tuition for a number of years um, and we were very fortunate to have a fantastic um, uh, product and, and service that enabled us to do that. Um, it meant that the transition to moving everyone online was, um, you know, fairly straightforward and fairly seamless by comparison. Um, but the change in uptake of that was significant um, where students had really preferred to come into centre previously and, and weren't willing to um give online a go, um, but obviously that, that's changed significantly. Um, so, yeah, when we returned in August um, and we reopened the centre, it was interesting to see about one-third of our students decided to remain online, um, you know. So it's it's meant that, um, you know, we've begun to work really flexibly. We, we run what we call blended sessions now, so we had to be able to cope with um, students and teachers who were required to um, self-isolate. So we had to figure out how we could do that without disrupting the learning um, and making sure that, that things kept rolling. So we would have teachers working from home with students coming into the session. We would have um uh, students and um, both in centre and at home working online with, with teachers in the centre. It was just, um, yeah, hugely flexible and, and um, 
uh, yeah, it's been a, a very much a big bonus of, of um, this past 12 months. Um, so, yeah, it, it changes then the way we go forward um, in a really positive way, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a, a million-dollar question then is what does the future hold in your business? Oh, um, it's a very good question. Um, we found that we've... Um, over the, the the last few years, we've beginning to um, increase or the, the number of students who are um, coming to us from the, a, a wider region um, uh, across Perthshire and and Angus um, has been increasing. So I guess um, you know we will look to continuing um, offering those opportunities and seeing if we can accommodate their needs closer to home. Um, we know that that online um, is a is a a, a great option um, uh, just now, but um, we also know just how beneficial um, continuing to be able to offer face to face is for a lot of students. So um, well, that's something that that we had begun to um, look at prior to. Um, uh, that first lockdown in March last year. Um, so we'll begin to revisit these things um, going forward and, and seeing, um, yeah, how we can grow other elements of, of the business. We've, we've got a great program um, and we know the results that, that, that we can achieve and I want to see how we can um, share that as widely as possible. And, and now that we are coming out of our restrictions and there is a, an, a kind of an unravelling, I guess, of, of some of, of what, what we're facing, what's going to be on your lockdown escape bucket list? Ah, um, I was talking to my husband about this the other day, actually, um, and hoping that, that at some point that they would lift the restrictions. But um, it's been such a long time since I've seen my family in Australia. Um and I would love to be able to uh, make some time to go back to see them. I suspect that um, asking to do that in July is going to be um, a, a big ask. I, I suspect they're not going to open their doors for some time. But, um, uh, yeah, if I can't get to um, Australia and to see family, um, the next nearest place close to my heart is Amsterdam, Um uh, it's it's got a special place in in for me. It's where where my father um, uh, grew up and, and before he um, moved off to Australia. And and it feels like a, a home from home. So I'd, I'd really love to to pop back there and 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 soak up some of the, the atmosphere. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> and and much quicker to get to Amsterdam than it yeah. is to go all the way to, to Oz, I guess. Um, and we, we we were very lucky for a while. We had a direct flight from, from Dundee into Amsterdam. So yeah, let's no. hope that um, when the investments in the airport happen, that we can get a, a flight like that back again because, you know, we were seeing such traction on it. And and um, this is completely off topic. I'm just noting now, where in Australia are your family then? Well, I'd love to say there's one particular place, but um, uh, I have a, a rather large family. So um, Melbourne originally, but I have a, a sister in um, in Robe in South Australia and a brother in Brisbane. Um, 
and uh, family dotted all around um, uh, Melbourne and countryside Victoria. So, um, yeah, the, the beyond that, yeah, it's it's Melbourne is my home, um, and that's our kind of return to base. But yeah, Australia's <laughs> become home. You know, the, the the whole country's become home for the rest of the family. So, so um, you need a you need a good length of time then to get around. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. yes. two two weeks is not enough. Um, so hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question that I'm asking everybody is: What's the best piece of advice you've ever received, and why? Um, let me see. The best piece of advice was um, actually from my mother. Um, she was a big advocate for for learning self management, um, and her mantra was always help me to help myself. Um, and it's been the way I've I've lived and how I've raised my children. And these are, I guess, it's the the ethos that underlies my teaching and and our education in the centre. Um, I guess giving. Um, children, young people, um, encouraging people to understand and know themselves, um, know what works for them, um, and know what to put in place and, and what what tools they have in their, their their toolkit to help them through life's challenges. Um, that's the probably the key for me. Um, so when when I'm working with students. Um, uh, and my own children rather than giving them the answers, um, helping them to reflect and find out what it is that they need to do to get from A to B. Um, I think that stands them in greater stead than, than um, you know, making sure that, that they they can answer question A and question B, you know. Um, I guess it's, it's a really broad thing. Um, yeah, but but that kind of self-management was 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 key for us um, growing up and, and it's been key going forward. Yeah. yeah. But uh, do you have a message for people out there about the things you've learned about the world of work? Would that be? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and one of the things I, I can probably um, – offer a bit but don't always listen to myself it's it's about trusting your intuition um I think throughout my life I've I've discovered that my my gut um is pretty good at guiding me um in the right direction um uh, even when I'm unsure about the reasons why it's pointing me in a particular direction um but I found that when I've ignored that that feeling, that gut feeling, um, I've regretted it. And you learn from those mistakes, um, but you you then you know need to to, to come back from that. So I, I guess um, as a business, um, we've navigated through you know some genuine peaks and troughs, um, uh, and we've we've had many people. Um, who've been ready to give us, you know, advice. Um, and often um, I've where I've, I've taken that advice on board and, and not really followed what my heart and what my gut was telling me um, meant that I, I, I had to 
learn from that and, and some of those mistakes were costly. So, yeah, intuition's an intriguing thing um, but but something I, I really need to <laughs> listen to um, uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, that is like super spooky because we we've you know this is a Thursday in a week where we had International Women's Day. Um, you are uh, the you know an international woman for sure that's, that's <laughs> found herself in in the kind of the northeast of Scotland. And I wrote a post on LinkedIn. Um, you know, business the British Chambers of Commerce were running a a, a really big campaign um, around International Women's Day, and they asked us all to answer some questions and one of the questions and I'm, I'm going to just have to read it because it's like really spooky it said looking back what advice would you give your younger self and I answered to believe in your gut instinct and always keep learning change is ever present and how you cope with that will give you confidence oh. and I think isn't it funny that you know you've just said um, in a much better way what, <laughs> what I <laughs> Well, I put together and, you know, and it, it, there's a bit of a Scottish saying, which is when you don't listen to your gut instinct, it comes back to bite you on the bum. And I, <laughs> I think that's true. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I can I can write down the number of times it's happened. So, yeah. Well, there you are. That's nice. Um, yeah. It's one of those things, um, you know, you we don't sort of give ourselves enough credit for for actually knowing deep down what it is that we need and and i guess maybe that's one of those those self management tools as well you know learning to say this is this is me and, and this is who i am and this is what's best for me um but yeah it's not an easy path that's that's part of you know life skills and i guess you know you learn from it when you don't so <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway how will people get in touch with you if they fancy a chat um well we are available in so many different channels and means um all the the usual um via email and and um google us um uh, kit mcgrath um education center or kit mcgrath dundee tutoring um we've, we've updated that now but we're on um facebook and instagram and whatsapp and twitter and <laughs> LinkedIn. Um, so if you can't find us, then <laughs> you're not looking hard enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, always available for a chat um, and a conversation um, by phone or email, um, except on Sundays. So that's our day of rest. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. Um, very insightful, as as it always is. I really, really enjoy having these conversations with with all sorts of different people from all sorts of different businesses. And um, if if people are are watching this back on YouTube, um, then thank you so much for for watching all the way through. That's a that's a tick in the box for me. Um, Brilliant, uh, Yvette. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Um, if you do want an introduction to Yvette or to to her colleagues, then please give us a shout. Um, and if you fancy taking part in one of our interviews, then please just get in touch with the chamber or me. We'd love to kind of have you on. So, Yvette, thank you again so much. Um, and and look forward to kind of hearing more as we as we work out when you're going to get to see all your folks. Um, but thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank you, sir.